Markets could have taken a breather yesterday after the Fed President Jerome Powell fueled the Fed rate hike expectations and raked haywalk across the financial markets earlier this week. But unfortunately, a severe sell-off in bank stocks in the U.S. marked yesterday's trading session. So let's hope now that today's U.S. jobs data won't get the things worse. So welcome. This is Swiss Coats Daily Market Talk. So yes, yesterday could have been a calm trading session, especially given that after a deluge of very strong economic figures concerning inflation and jobs in the US, the little uptick in the US weekly jobless claims that we saw yesterday, which ticked above the 200,000 level for the very first time since January and which sent the US short-term yields tumbling, well, could have given some peace of mind to investors, to equity investors, and lead to a minor correction in equities before today's all-important jobs figures from the U.S. But no, a severe rout in the U.S. banking stocks spoiled what could have been a calm trading session on Thursday, unfortunately. Now, I won't say that everything started last week with Silvergate Capital, which is a bank which has deep ties to the crypto industry and to FTX as it was ensuring transactions between big cryptocurrency exchanges, remember, and which got in trouble after the FTX collapse and, well, the other cryptocurrency exchanges stop using the Silvergate services for their own transactions. So that was a problem for Silvergate Capital. The bank delayed its fourth quarter reporting last week and said that it may actually not survive to the current turmoil. That's when the latest and the final wave of sell-off started last week. And about a week later, this Wednesday, well, the bank announced that they would finally liquidate their operations. Well, that's obviously bad, bad news, but the news didn't really have many and immediate implications for the rest of the banking sector because the fall of Silvergate Capital was mostly and mainly related to its very close ties to the cryptocurrency industry. So it rather hit Bitcoin, sending the price of a coin below the $20,000 mark yesterday as obviously Silvergate Capital's collapse raised some further uh, regulatory questions in the US about well, the cryptocurrencies and the cryptocurrency industry. But what really, really spoiled the market mood in the banking stocks yesterday was that 60% sell-off in Silicon Valley bank stocks after the bank announced to launch a stock offering of around 2 billion US dollars to strengthen the back of its balance sheet because the bank needed to close a hole due to the sale of around 21 billion US dollar worth of loss-making assets to ensure that they could pay their depositors in the actual environment of rising interest rates. And well, the SVB's portfolio had a lot of US treasuries and a lot of mortgage-backed securities in it. Oops. So this is a bit different than the Silvergate drama as we are now talking about an issue that could actually hit all the banks out there, including the big, big US banks. Why? Because the banks amass a lot of assets since the 2007-2008 financial crisis at 
rising prices and they had to pay nearly no compensation at all for their deposits in their banks as interest rates have been near zero for such a long time. So that was really, really convenient for the banks for a long time. And in theory, the rising interest rates would have also been a boon for the banking sector as a whole, as it would top their net interest income after years of near zero raise, as they would start making some money on their bank deposits yet again. But the problem with all this is that the interest rates in the US rose just too fast because the Fed raised interest rates by 450 basis points since last year. And now, with inflation in the US hanging at multi-decade highs, well, bank depositors now ask for higher compensation for their deposits at the bank. And to pay them these higher compensation, banks like SVB, for example, had to sell their assets. But the assets must be sold at a severe loss, unfortunately, because the US treasuries, for example, and other assets sank severely from their all-time high levels as a result of an aggressive Federal Reserve policy tightening. And that's obviously now causing a big problem for the banking sector and for the banks. Now, it doesn't mean, happily, that the banks will all go bankrupt by next week and the financial system will collapse. But besides the SVB, which slumped 60% yesterday, well, big banks like JP Morgan lost a lot as well. JP Morgan, for example, lost more than 5%. Wells Fargo and Bank of America both lost more than 6% at yesterday's trading session. So as a result, the S&P 500 didn't wait for today's NFP print to drop a big chunk of value. The index lost 1.85% at yesterday's trading session and slipped below both the 100 and the 200 day moving averages and below the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on October to February rally. Now the question is, what will happen now, right? Well, the bank stocks will obviously be closely watched from here as they will likely remain under the rising pressure of higher and the rising interest rates. And well, the rate hikes in the US could get more aggressive from here again if the US jobs market doesn't weaken, at least a bit, and inflation in the US doesn't cool down. Because remember, the expectation of a 50 basis point hike in the next FOMC meeting, which will take place in about two weeks, spiked all the way up to 80% earlier this week, as the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell told the US Senate that the Federal Reserve could actually increase the pace of the interest rate hikes if the totality of the economic data requires so and it looks like it requires at this point. So activity in Fed funds futures currently gives a bit less than 60% chance for a 50 basis point hike, and today's US jobs data could actually keep that 50 basis point hike expectation well alive or, or tilt the balance back to a 25 basis point hike. Again, it all depends on the strength of the latest jobs data from US. So the expectation for today is that the US economy may have a around 200,000 new non-farm jobs in the month of February after last month's whooping more than half a million NFP print. Now, the wages in the US are seen going up from 4.4 to 4.7%, and the unemployment rate in the US is seen steady around the 3.4% level, which is a more than 50-year low. So, a good thing would be to see these numbers 
weaken at least a little bit. Otherwise, the Federal Reserve could actually be brought to action a 50 basis point hike this month, and that could obviously accelerate an equity sell-off and risk sell-off across the board. So the logic is that soft and ideally softer than expected jobs data from the US today could reset the Federal Reserve rate hike expectations back to a 25 basis point hike, whereas another soft of strong jobs data from the US will likely cement that idea of a 50 basis point hike from the Federal Reserve later this month. And that could obviously send the US yields and the US dollar up and equities down. So as sad and as bad as it sounds, well, investors who are obviously not short equities have their fingers crossed for a weak set of US jobs data today. It is said that the US may actually have to lose some 2 million jobs jobs to bring their inflation back to the Fed's 2% policy target. Elsewhere, Mr. Kuroda's last meeting at the helm of the Bank of Japan went just too smoothly today as the Bank of Japan didn't hike the interest rates today and didn't make a change in its yield curve control policy as some analysts bet it could as Kuroda's farewell gift to the market. Now, None of it happened, unfortunately. Japanese policy rate is still at negative 0.10%, and the yield curve control policy is still, well, waiting to be scrapped. The dollar-yen is higher this morning after the BOJ decision and after selling off at the door of the 200-day moving average yesterday, but the pair's failure to clear that 200-day moving average resistance, which stands around the 137.50 level, was mostly due to a broadly softer US dollar yesterday after the short-term yields fell and the US dollar softened on higher than expected US weekly jobless claims. And obviously, now you know that the faith of most currency pairs and most metals and equities and bond valuations are right now in the hands of the Americans and their jobs data today. So let's hope for the best, but we also stay prepared for the worst. So this is all for this week. I'm Ipeko Skardeshkoy and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again next week and until then, good day trading and have a lovely weekend.